Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there and welcome to another edition of Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today is Tuesday, October the 5th. We're going to talk about one of my favorite stories in the New Testament, the story of Martha and Mary. It is the gospel from today's daily mass. And and let me just say this. I had intended, and I'll talk about this, when, when the story of Martha and Mary comes up, there's generally a common theme. And look, I, I've discussed it before. I know it appears in a few of my books, the idea of we can become so overwhelmed with our work that we lose sight of the need to have a relationship with the Lord. And that message is really, it can be seen during the, in, in, this, in the interaction between Martha, Mary, and Jesus. But to, And that's what I pre- was prepared to talk about today. I was prepared to talk about it on the program, and I was prepared to write about it in my, my daily email reflection as well. But as I sat at Mass and listened to the, the, this, the gospel, something popped into my head. And, and this is the beauty, and this is, I'm going to underscore this because this is, I think, so important. It's the beauty of meditating, taking your time with sacred scripture, and letting the Lord speak to you through, especially the gospels. I mean, God speaks throughout the entire Bible, Old and New Testament, but in particular, If you want to have a relationship with Jesus, the best thing you can do is let him speak to you through the Gospels. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But as evidence of this, and this this does happen to me sometimes, because it's it's amazing when it happens, because it doesn't happen all the time, but when it happens, it happens quickly, and it happens in a way that I don't expect. In other words, he's telling me something new that I never thought about before. Something struck me today while I was sitting at Mass, and I changed directions. I still am going to talk about Martha and Mary, but we're going to be talking about a different aspect of that encounter between Jesus and Martha and Mary. I wrote about it, so if you got the daily email reflection, you already know where I'm going with this. I'm going to talk more about it on this show than I did on the email, obviously, because I got more time, but you might have an idea. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I think it's going to be something... You may not have heard before. It's certainly something I never heard before. And it's that's what I, I love about the scriptures and how the Lord can speak to us. So we're going to talk about that on the program today. First things first, we're going to pray. But even before that, I need to take a sip of my beverage du jour, my coffee. Because as I was just speaking, um, I, I felt a little tickle in my throat. I breathed in the wrong way. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to get choked up here and have a coughing fit. So if you'll excuse me. I need to see that's why I always keep my beverage handy. I've done it without it, but something always tends to go wrong when I try that. Anyway, I'm better now. Let's uh let's place ourselves in the presence of Jesus. I want to talk directly to Jesus today. He's going to be featured in this gospel. 
And I, I have a few things that I want to say to him. So if you would join me, we'll get this started, okay? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, wow, you know, this is amazing. We get to not only hear your words as recorded in the gospel, as we'll, we'll, we'll do in a few minutes, but we get to have this conversation with you. Lord, this is the only time when it's possible, unless you happen to be in the presence of somebody who wrote a book or you're emailing them or you're, you're able to get on the phone and talk to them. It's the only time when you can have a conversation with the author of, the, of a book. And in this case, it's something that can happen wherever we are. We can have this conversation with you. And we're going to do that in just a few minutes as we hear what you said to Martha and as we learn of the details with your interaction, of your interaction with her and her sister Mary. It's an amazing story, Lord. I'm so glad that uh, the evangelist Luke was inspired to include it in his gospel. And it's just one of the, ma- the amazing ways that you make yourself present to us, Jesus. And we're, we're, we're really thankful for that. We're really thankful for it. I, uh, I'm honored to be able to share the good news with on the air with you present. I mean, it's a, it's a little, I'm, I'm a little nervous of it about it, but I am always glad to be able to share you with everybody listening to this program. But the fact that you're here puts the pressure on, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm glad you're here. I really am. So Lord, please accept all of our intentions today as well. Let us know um, how we can serve you. And above all, finally, I'm going to ask you, Lord, to, to pour out your spirit on me today so that I can deliver a message that would please you. Uh, please guide my thoughts and my words for the remainder of this program and open all of our hearts and all of our minds so that we're receptive to what it is that you have to say. Jesus, we ask this in your mighty name, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me in prayer. You know, sometimes I'll address my prayer, my opening prayer to the Father. Sometimes I'll talk to Jesus. There are, there are a few times I've even addressed the Holy Spirit. There, each of them is God, so it is totally acceptable to to do that, and it's really good to at some point in the day have a, a dialogue with each of the persons of the Trinity. It really is, and uh, certainly having a few words with the Blessed Mother and Saint Joseph—that's not a bad idea either. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Try to try to spread out your prayers, talk to them as if they're real because they are real. And I'll tell you this: the more you speak to them, the more you speak to each of the persons of the Trinity, and even the saints, they become much more real, you know? And again, they are real, but it's just a matter of getting used to speaking with someone who you can't see with your eyes, who you can only see with the eyes of faith. It's a challenge because we're not used to that, but it really is worth doing, okay? Um, anyway, great to have you with me, with me on this day. It's kind of a dreary Tuesday here in South Jersey. My name is Gary Zimek. This is Following the Truth. Earlier today, I had the pleasure of discussing my new book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness, with uh, The Word Among Us. They do a, uh, a, a periodic Facebook Live broadcast. So if you if you didn't get a chance to catch it, you can find it. I shared it on my uh, on my Facebook wall. In addition, you could just search for the word "among us" and you'll be able to find uh, find it. We did like thirty minutes talking about a number of different things, and I think the conversation went really well. I want to remind you too that tomorrow morning at six thirty-five a.m. Eastern time, 
I'll be continuing my series on Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness on the Sunrise Morning Show on EWTN Catholic Radio. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the the second chapter in the book, the fact that God is with you. Uh, Really, really important to remember and something that we often forget. So if you're up at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time, tune into the Sunrise Morning Show and you you can hear yours truly. That brings me to the next piece of news. Tomorrow evening... I'm headed out to Allentown, Pennsylvania to speak to the local chapter of Legatus, a Catholic business group. And um, as a result, I have to leave early tomorrow, and I'm not going to be able to record the podcast. So there will be no episode of Following the Truth on Wednesday. God willing, I will be back on Thursday. hope you understand. I just wanted to let you know. In case you're wondering what happened to me, I'm fine, but it's just really difficult. I have some things to do to prepare for the talk tomorrow evening. And I'm not going to be able to have time to pre-record the podcast. So no podcast for following the truth tomorrow. The plan is to return on Thursday. So we'll see. I uh, hope to, t- to speak with you then. Okay. Uh, as always, followingthetruth.com is my website. If you want to f- find out more information about work, if you, my work, and if you need to contact me for any reason, you can always contact me through the website or you can send me an email at gary at followingthetruth.com. Um, and by the way, if you haven't yet signed up for my daily email reflection, let not your heart be troubled, you can do so at followingthetruth.com. It costs you nothing. It's free. And uh, essentially what you get is an email from me once each day. I write these reflections myself, and typically I'll send a Bible verse, a short reflection, and, and that's it. It's very, very simple and concise, and I'm getting a lot of good feedback from it. So if you'd like to get on the list, followingthetruth.com is the place to go. Now, I mentioned at the start of the program, I wanted to talk about the, the gospel story of Martha and Mary. It, it appears in Luke's gospel. It's only in Luke's gospel. Chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It's not an especially long story, but it's one that is very famous, very much shared. And uh, it's hard to find a Christian that is not familiar with the story of Martha and Mary. Now, typically, when you hear the story explained, the message is that Martha was preparing and, and doing the, the housekeeping and making sure that Jesus, who had come to visit Martha and her sister Mary, was, was well taken care of. So she was working hard, but then she got burned out and she got a hold of Jesus because Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, essentially doing nothing but listening to him. And Martha got frustrated and got a hold of Jesus and said, hey, don't you care that I'm stressed here? Make her do something. I'll read the whole gospel. I'm I'm paraphrasing. And Jesus basically said, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and worried about many things. In other words, chill. You're you're, you're freaking out. You got to calm down. And then he goes on to say that Mary has chosen the better part, and it's not going to be taken away from her. So he's kind of implying, or I think he is implying, that sitting at his feet, listening to him, enjoying that moment with him, as Mary did, is more important than rushing around doing the work. Now, typically when you hear this story explained, what you'll hear is we can get so wrapped up in our work that we we lose our peace and what we need to do is have balance in our life. We have to balance the spiritual, the active life, and the contemplative life. In other words, we have to spend some time in prayer, 
and that's going to make it easier for us to do our work. If we just rush around and do nothing, I mean, and never spend time in prayer, we're going to get burned out. Now, now that's a good message, and it's a message that I have personally delivered. And I would say that's the standard Martha and Mary message, that there's got to be balance in your life. Now, here's the problem with that. And again, I'm not saying that that's wrong, that you have to have balance in your life because you do. But I think it ignores what Jesus is saying here. He's not saying you have to have an equal portion of contemplative and active activities in your life. He's saying that Mary chose the better portion. She, she's, she's doing, she's, she's closer to what he expects or what he desires than what Martha's doing. So, so that's a little troubling, you know, and obviously you look at the story and my wife gets a kick out of it and she always says, yeah, it's, it's not the, it, 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 the, the person that, um, Jesus is coming into the house and if Martha didn't do the work and Mary's just sitting around listening to Jesus, then how's he going to get taken care of? And she said, my wife is funny. She said, um, today when, when we heard it, she said, yeah, Jesus probably changed his tune after he wasn't getting fed. And once, if Martha sat down, it probably changed his tune. But, and, and that's understandable. I mean, it's, it's easy to understand it, but I think if you, if you really look at what's going on here and really pay attention to the words as, as we're going to do, you're going to see a different picture emerge. So I'm going to give you my version of the standard story and also at the same time, because I don't think that's wrong. I think that is a good message, but there's also something new that came to me today and I'm going to credit the Holy Spirit on this one because I never, this never occurred to me before. So that's the direction that I plan to go in this, with this. Let's read it, and then we'll, we'll chat as we go, okay? It's, again, it's Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. So we see this is not the only time Martha and Mary are mentioned. They had a brother named Lazarus. And there's another encounter between them in John's gospel where we see Jesus ultimately heal, not heal Lazarus, but raise him from the dead after he had died. So it's a pretty amazing story, again, in John's gospel about Martha and Mary and Lazarus. I'm pretty sure that the entire chapter 11 of John's gospel is devoted. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% positive. I don't have a Bible with me right here. But I think that whole chapter is devoted to the story of Martha, Jesus, and uh, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus and their relationship with Jesus. But here we have Jesus coming to visit Martha and Mary. And Mary is sitting beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. So you can kind of kind of picture what's going on there. She's relaxing, she's sitting at his feet, listening to him. And Martha, now listen to this, Martha burdened with much serving. So Martha's already feeling the burden of doing too much serving, came to him and said, now listen, to, now obviously Martha knows Jesus, she's comfortable with him, with him because she says some things to him that you would not say unless you were really comfortable with him. Now this is, I mean, her pure emotion is coming out here is what she says to Jesus. Because remember, she's burdened. She's a little bit frazzled. Lord, do you not care? Oh boy. 
that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving. Now, this is what I love about this. She's not just going to Jesus. You know, like if you look at the Blessed Mother, the way she handled the shortage of wine at Cana in uh, in the second chapter of John's Gospel, uh, Mary, the Blessed Mother, came up to her son, Jesus, and said, they have no wine. She didn't tell him what to do. She didn't imply try to figure out what Jesus was thinking. She didn't accuse him of anything. Martha, on the other hand, accuses Jesus of not caring because Mary's doing nothing and Martha's doing all the work, but she assumes that Jesus doesn't care and says, don't you care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? And she's not done. Listen to what she says next to Jesus. Tell her to help me. Whoa, (laughs) tell her to help me. So essentially, she's not only accusing Jesus of not caring, she's telling him what to do. Tell her to help me. Now, that's a pretty rough thing to lay on Jesus, right? But this is because she's burdened, she's stressed. You don't know all this yet. All we know that she has been, she's burdened with much serving, but you're going to learn something about what Martha's experiencing when you hear the reply of Jesus. Let's listen to that now. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha. Can't you just hear him? Martha, Martha. Maybe with a smile on his face. I can picture that. Listen, you are anxious and worried about many things. Now, there's the key right there. Martha is not just working. Martha is just not stressed because she's working hard. Martha has managed to get herself anxious and worried about many things. Now, could it be things beside making sure Jesus is taken care of? Maybe. We don't know, but we do know that for some reason, Martha is anxious and worried about many things. And then Jesus goes on to say, there is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. Nowhere does Jesus say working is a bad thing. Nowhere does Jesus say that Martha should do nothing to prepare for him. Jesus doesn't say that. Jesus is just saying at this moment in time, Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. And just to remind you, Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus right now at this moment in time when he is a guest in their house listening to him. That's all she's doing. She's appreciating the moment, that moment with Jesus. Now, here's the, the, what, I, what I got today. And, and again, this is a new revelation, at least to me. Both Martha and and Mary, in this story, have encounters with Jesus. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus listening to him. Martha is having a conversation with, with him. So they are both having encounters with Jesus, which is a good thing. I mean, that's what we all need to do if we expect to find peace in life, right? And if we expect to do the Lord's will, we have to have these encounters with him every day. It's got to be a personal relationship, and a relationship requires having an encounter. But the difference is, Mary, in her encounter, is listening to Jesus. That's what it says in the Bible. 
Mary sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. She was listening to him speak. What was Martha doing? Mary was listening. Martha was lecturing. She was lecturing Jesus. Note what she said. She said to Jesus, again, she had an encounter with him just like Mary did. Martha accused him of not caring. That's first. And then she told him what he needs to do. Nowhere did she listen to him. There's no indication she was listening. Mary was listening. Martha was lecturing. As important as it is to have an encounter with Jesus, we, based on this, based on what Jesus told Martha, that Mary has chosen the better part and is not going to be taken from her, we need to do more listening and less lecturing. And you know, it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to just listen to Jesus. Now, how, let's, let's talk about that because you hear that, you hear that a lot. We'll do more listening than, than speaking. That's the secret of, of contemplative prayer, right? And somebody like me is going to hear that and say, well, what, what does that mean? Do I just sit there and, and then I'm going to start daydreaming? So, so there's got to be something more. And here's what I've, what I've discovered based on reading a lots, of, lots of books about prayer from several people that I respect. The best way to listen to Jesus speak is to open up your Bible and read the Gospels. That is the best way to listen to him speak. Now, he speaks in other ways. He speaks through his church. He speaks, obviously, through the sacred scriptures. He speaks in the silence of our heart. He speaks through other people. He speaks through nature. He does speak in different ways. But when you open the Gospels, especially, you know, the entire Bible is inspired by God. So you're hearing God's word, who was Jesus, by the way, in the Old and the New Testament, but the church teaches that the, that the Gospels hold a place of prominence. That if you want to get to know Jesus and hear him speak, the best way to do that is by reading the Gospels. So Mary's listening to him, sitting at his feet. Martha's lecturing him and running around. For all we know, Mary seems peaceful. I mean, the fact that she's sitting at his feet listening to him tells you something. And Martha is burdened, anxious, and worried. So looking at this objectively, just externally looking at the facts, even without Jesus saying Mary had chosen the better part, it it seems obvious that Mary's onto something and Martha's not. Because there is a time when we all have to work, but that work shouldn't lead to being overly burdened, anxious, and worried. And obviously, the secret is spend time with Jesus. You know, maybe, and I made this point in the past, maybe when I've spoken, uh, maybe Martha should have spent a little time with Jesus before she started working, and then she wouldn't have got stressed out. But it's really the attitude, I think, that, that strikes me, especially today. The fact that Mary's listening, Martha didn't stop talking and accusing and ordering. The fact that Mary is listening implies that she wants to hear what Jesus has to say. Now, every day we have the opportunity to open up the Bible, turn to the Gospels if we want to get to know Jesus, and either listen to his direct quotes or listen to him through various experiences. 
as he traveled around, as he interacted with people. You know, you don't always get the direct quotes from him, but you certainly see what he did and saw how other people reacted. So it is possible to listen to Jesus. So, you know, I, I am a big believer, and that's why, if at all possible, I try to read the gospel on the program. I don't always do it, but uh, I do it a lot. And, and I make it a point in my own prayer life to read the gospel, even before I go to daily Mass. I read the gospel every day, and I talk to Jesus about it, like in this case. And you do get answers, like what I got today. So what I learned from this is it's more important for me to listen than to speak. I mean, it's okay to speak. Jesus wants to hear what I have to say. But I should do less speaking and more listening because he's the Lord and I'm not, you know? And and that's something that I have struggled with. Not if somebody asked me, I'd say, of course, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. But the fact that I don't always listen to him, the fact that I do so much talking and don't let him talk enough, it probably implies that maybe he's not as much of a Lord to me as I would like or as, as, he, as he should be. But again, that's something I need to address. So I would say, where do you start with this? I would say if you want to hear Jesus speak to you, and if you can, I would encourage you to just spend a little time today and listen to those words. Have them, instead of him saying, Martha, Martha, use your name. And have him say to you, you're anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part. And it will, be, it will not be taken from her. And, and in other words, you always will have the opportunity to sit and spend some time with Jesus. And of course, if you have a job and you have responsibilities, you have to make sure you do those things. So you're going to have to try to find some time, carve out some time that allows you to still get done what you need to do. Again, you're not supposed to slack off in the office or in your responsibilities at home or if you have other duties, taking care of parents or children or whatever it may be. But maybe you can get up a little early in the morning. Morning is great, unless you're not a morning person. Maybe that won't work for you. Maybe late at night works better. Maybe lunchtime works. But but make that conscious effort to spend time listening to Jesus by opening up the Gospels. You know, the daily Gospel, the Gospel from Daily Mass is a great place to start. And let Him speak to you. And then speak to Him about the gospel. Hey, Lord, this is a tough message. I'm going to try to speak to you more. I mean, I'm going to try to listen to you more. I'm going to try to speak less and listen more or something to that effect. And as you do that more and more, you're going to get to know Jesus even better. And that's my advice for today. I hope you enjoyed the program. And again, if you have questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. If there's anything I can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. Just as a reminder, I am not going to be doing a podcast tomorrow, Wednesday, as I'm going to be doing a little bit of traveling, but God willing, I will be back with you here on Thursday. I hope you have yourself a fantastic night. And listen, you got an extra day since I'm not going to be around tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow is that day to get up early and to spend some time at the feet of Jesus, listening to what he has to say. Uh, just saying, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty or anything. Anyway, thanks so much for hanging out with me on Following the Truth. Have a fantastic night. You're in my prayers. I hope you know that. If you wouldn't mind keeping me in your prayers as well, you know I would really appreciate it. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.